Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome, of course, as always, to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I love having you here. I am thrilled to have you here. I was chatting in our Facebook group, the um, Manifest Network, which you get access to whenever you've purchased anything from me. So <laughs> before you jump out and ask, where's the Facebook group? You'll get an exclusive password to it whenever you purchase anything from us. But I was chatting in the Facebook group um, recently about, you know, one of our members in there who has just started her own podcast. And she was saying she felt kind of anxious and weird about, you know, using her voice on a podcast. And I was sharing with her that when I first started this podcast, it, I held it off for so long. I mean, I, I held this off for months and months and months before starting because I was convinced that because my Australian accent was so different. I mean, everything that I hear is <laughs> American. I was convinced that my Australian accent meant that I was inadequate, that I was, I was less than. Um, and it took me some time to really understand that that was a fallacy. That was an illusion. It was certainly a, a, an incorrect <laughs> assumption on my behalf that was very much born from my own wounds. And once I journeyed through that, it's been really ironic to kind of come back around to this place of realizing people listen to the podcast for my accent. You know, I now get a lot of people and on this post in the Facebook group alone, I had a lot of people saying, well, oh, I love your accent. And, you know, I hear your content now in your Australian accent. So these are my first solo podcast recordings since I've had that conversation and it just reminded me, oh, you know what, I am very Australian and I think there's this really cool place of ownership over your voice and and um, hosting a podcast is a very natural, very easy way of doing that. But all of that is beside the point. Welcome to the podcast. I am so, so, so happy to have you here for this podcast episode. I want to chat to you today about coaching as a manifester, not whether you should be a coach as a manifester. I have an episode from a well, well, well back. You can, you'll definitely have to scroll back through, but I have a podcast episode from a long way back about manifestors and the coaching industry. Um, and so if you are a coach and you're feeling a bit at odds with it, or, you know, you're just feeling a bit uncertain, that's definitely a great one to have a listen to. I want to do a, a chat today with you about the other side of coaching as manifestors. Is it aligned for us as manifestors to have coaches, to be coached by other people? I've been mulling on this quite a bit recently and, you know, really just thinking through 
what are the best ways to articulate that this and and how do I share some of my experiences and learning and my observations on other manifestors and my own journey without it being limiting to people, right? Without it being damaging to people. So I'm going to share with you what I have discovered over many, many years in um, business, being coached by other people, seeing other manifestors being coached, coaching other manifestors myself periodically. And hopefully some of these things will resonate with you and bring some illumination perhaps to areas where you're still fighting with yourself. You're still at conflict with yourself and trying to work this out. So I have been around in the online business space for just coming into five years now. This is my fifth year in online business. Certainly, if you've listened to my content before, you'll know that this is not my first foray into business. I have been in business for now uh, 15 years around about, um, but my previous 10 years was actually in the brick and mortar business space in consultancy for several years and then in business ownership for several years. And then I moved over into the online space in a completely new business. So I feel that um, these years that I have had in the online space, you know, I I just have had so many things revealed to me that I didn't even anticipate I would need to learn. I really thought that I was going to come into the online space and just get it, just understand it. You know, I was well-versed in business. I know the fundamentals of business. I know how to make business succeed. And I was like, look, how hard is it? You know, (laughs) you just work out the quirks and work out the kinks and, you know, be open to um, learning the things that you don't yet know. And then, ta-da, it all comes together. So I wouldn't say that I was arrogant coming in, but I, I certainly thought that I knew more than I knew. And What I discovered early on is that there are just a whole bunch of narratives in the online space that are like the golden door, right? Let me explain what I mean by that. There's no central location to go to in the online business space to learn the fundamentals of what you need to know to succeed in the online space. And That's very difficult, sorry, very different to brick and mortar. The brick and mortar space is either a centralized learning platform. So you can go to university, you can go to some education facility and you can learn business. You learn business, you learn marketing, you learn all of these things or it's passed down almost generationally. So you learn from a business owner before you, um, you know, you worked for the person who owned the business or the previous owner of the business sticks around and mentors you. There's this sort of like ancestral lineage to business ownership where it's, it's taught generation to generation to generation of business owners. The online space has none of that. And what that has created in trying to have this kind of digital entrepreneurship is that for any single element of online business that you really need to know and you really need to master. So let's take social media, for example. You really need to know how to use social media and use it well for online business because it's a central strategy, it's a central pillar of business. There's no single place to go to to learn that. In fact, there are 
hundreds of thousands of places that you can go to to learn that. And everybody who is willing to teach you is very noisy, right? They're all out there doing their sales saying, I've got the strategy. I've got the method. I know how to teach you. I've got the answer. Let me show you. And this is a whole other conversation about, you know, fear marketing and um, FOMO and urgency and pain points and all of these very difficult things that we have in marketing that are going through a metamorphosis right now. So yes, it's noisy, but additionally, what everyone's bringing you is their individual process. They're not bringing you a tried and true and tested and proven system. Granted, they may market it like that, but what they're actually bringing you is this is the strategy that I tried that worked for me. So it's proven for me probably once, maybe twice, maybe five times if I've got some integrity. And now I'm going to teach it to you. We enter into a weird dynamic here, right? Because that, my friends, is the coaching space. That is the coaching industry. I mean, pick pick the issue and apply the same process to it. It can be learning social media. It can be learning about money. It can be learning about sales. It can be um, learning about content creation, learning about offer creation, learning about email strategy, learning about funnels, websites, sales copy. I mean, just like the list is endless. And of course, we then move over into areas like limiting beliefs and blocks and wounds. And certainly once we get into the, the spiritual or energetic spaces, we're blending business strategy with all of these other very um, ambiguous things because that's the energetic space. We're blending it with kind of unconscious things, which of course makes everything even more murky. So we're not going to go down that path. I'm not going to dissect in this episode all the different types of coaches that you can get and all of the different ways that they're going to teach you. We're just going to refer to the coaching industry as the coaching industry, knowing that what the coaching industry is, is that people have identified a potential solution to a problem and then they market it in sales to you. But this is where we get into trouble, isn't it? Because as business owners or new business owners, new entrepreneurs coming into the online space, into this marketplace where there's not a direct place that we can learn all of these things that we legitimately need to know, We're not really getting that generational hand down of teaching and information that we get in the the traditional business spaces. And so we actually have to be, to some degree, utilizing the learning from other people. That means we have to wade into this, this very noisy, chaotic, pressured ocean of coaches who are all vying for your attention. And sadly, a lot of them are using marketing that is designed to trigger you into feelings of lack, inadequacy, and shame. This is problematic for everyone. Outside of your human design type, this is just problematic for everyone. And we are going through quite a revolution right now in the online coaching space um, where integrity is really being questioned. And I'm sitting back as a line six and just curiously observing how all of this is evolving. But this episode is about manifestors, of course, because this is the community for manifestors where we teach about manifestors. So where do we sit in this experience when we are coming into 
the digital landscape and we are wanting to be online entrepreneurs and we come in wide-eyed and naive and ignorant and full of hope believing that we will just be able to learn everything that we need to learn and get this business going and make it profitable. And then we discover there is so much that I do not know. There is so much that I don't know. And in fact, there's so much complexity and um, differentiation. There's so much like individualization in the online space in terms of how people do things in business that it's even very difficult to just observe as a method of learning. It's very difficult in those early stages to just watch what other people are doing and experiment with it yourself. We actually do need to enter into arrangements with teachers and coaches who show us hey, this is how you build out an email sales funnel. This is how you write social media content. Like this is how you integrate your website with payment systems. These things are fundamental lessons. Of course, I don't believe that anybody even comes into the online space without a a bunch of emotional and energetic baggage either. So I would even argue that coaches who are bringing us these, you know, healing, transformations, releasing they're all incredibly valuable and arguably necessary as well. For manifestors, though, who are notoriously the people who should not be told what to do, do not like being told what to do, do not respond well to being told what to do, are here to follow our own pathways, create our own direction, make our own rules, do things differently to everybody else. We have a closed aura that's actually very challenging and very tiring to let people in. So when you're working in an intimate relationship with a coach, it can actually be very fatiguing for a manifester to do that because you're communicating a lot, you're informing, you're trying to open that aura, you're trying to let people in, it slows down your process. You do ultimately end up kind of in this like permission seeking kind of arrangement. How do manifestors then with all of this kind of additional energetic baggage, how do we then navigate through coming into the online industry, learning what we need to learn, but still staying true to our own energy, still staying true to our sovereignty, still staying true to our place of energetic alignment? Now, I've learned a thing or two about this. (laughs) I've learned the hard way. I've invested in a lot of coaches. I've invested in a lot of teachers. I've learned for me at least where the threshold is, where the boundaries are, what is helpful and what is not helpful. And I have witnessed these same patterns occur in thousands of other manifestors as well. And so what I hope is that these experiences that I've had potentially they might be useful to you as well. So I'm going to share with you three tips, three tips, three things that can be used as a bit of a guidebook when you are entering into an arrangement with a coach. I don't believe that manifestors always need coaches. So let me just say that from the get-go. I don't think that manifestors should be on that roller coaster of always having a coach, always being coached by someone. But if and when you do enter into a coaching arrangement, 
Here's three things that I think are really, really valuable for you to know. Firstly, you never, ever need help. You only want it. You never need help. You only want it. Of course, there is a little nuance here depending on your definition. If this is an area of human design that you've delved into, look at whether you are a split definition or a single definition. A single definition manifester is going to even more not need anyone. A split definition manifester might find some benefit from working within a container where somebody can potentially join up your energy um, and give you a bit of clarity that you don't normally have on your own. So I want to just lay that, that out there. Definition is going to play a part here. However, as a general experience, manifestors don't need things. We're very self-sufficient. We're separate. We're energetically isolated. We move to a very different rhythm. And so when we are doing something like coming into business and really trying to master business, even though the whole online business marketplace is designed to yell at you frequently and say, you need this and you need this and you need this, that actually becomes a very disempowering narrative for manifestors because we don't need it. When we allow ourselves to believe that we need something from another person, we need work on our money story, we need work on our belief systems, we need to learn email sales funnel strategy. What we're doing is we're taking away our connection from our own inner voice by saying it's not good enough for me to want something. It's not okay for me to just want it. In order for me to invest in it, I have to need it. And that is just simply not true for manifestors. For us, the place of power is in recognizing our want. When manifestors want something, we can get very specific about the thing that we want and why we want it. And then we will reach out and go and get it. We will reach out and go and find it. I always find in programs that I run that I've found over the years, I don't really need to um, have much in the way of like live support for manifestors. We don't do regular frequent Q&A calls or sessions because when manifestors want an answer to something or they want support, they'll reach out and they'll initiate it and they'll get it. That really is, that's the home, that's the peace, that's that sovereignty for us as manifestors that when you are growing your business and you're feeling like, oh, hey, I've come up on a limitation here. There's a piece of information that I don't have or there's a strategy that I really feel would be beneficial for me to learn. Perhaps I've got, I've identified that I have some sort of energetic block going here. I can work through that myself because I am all that I need. However, I really want support in this. I really want somebody to meet me in this place and assist me with it. And so I'm going to go out and I'm going to find the person. I'm going to initiate this relationship. I'm going to initiate this experience because I, I need it to be initiated in the way that is correct for me. I need it to be initiated on my terms rather than being one of the, the millions of people in that great big ocean of the online space saying, 
oh my goodness, this Facebook ad over here told me that I needed to learn Facebook ad strategy. Oh gosh, yes, yes, yes. That must be the thing that I need to make my business succeed. Right? The difference here is subtle, but the shift is profound. You don't need anything. You want things. And so when you've identified that you want something in your business, go out and find it. Go out and get that coach that is going to make that available for you. Now, the second thing is, please, 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 for the love of all things holy, get a coach that is well-versed in human design and genuinely, genuinely with evidence understands manifestors. Not just a coach who says, oh yeah, I know human design. Like I've got a friend who's a manifestor. I've totally worked with manifestors before. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, no, no. I strongly encourage you to sit back and watch for a, a fair while, at least a period of several weeks. You watch that person that you're considering investing in and see how they talk about manifestors, how they interact with manifestors, have conversation with them back and forth for a little while. Not too much because we hate responding, right? See how they deal with manifestors because there are a lot of people who will tell you they understand human design. There are even more people who specialize in human design but just do not understand manifestors. And so even their best intentions, you know, they're they're making this really great effort to coach you in the right way. It will still restrict you. It will still restrict you. I have been coached by high level human design teachers, coached by people who don't know human design at all. And I have had experiences from people who have, they push me into a box. They have pushed me into a box. I have been coached by um, projectors who have guided me down a path that in the end was actually not correct. I have been coached by manifesting generators who have made me really excited about creating a certain thing only to discover that was not my creative urge. I didn't want to do that in the first place. I have also worked with people who are very, very open very understanding, very fluid and very accommodating with the manifestor energy and understand that really their role as a coach to a manifestor is simply to hold the walls of the container and bounce our energy back to us. That's all we need is we need someone to bounce our energy back to us so that we can hear our own words, we can feel our own feelings, we can connect deeper with ourselves. So please work with somebody who understands, yes, human design, but also deeply understands and can prove that they know how to work with manifestors. And finally, our third tip, understand the speed at which you move as a manifestor. When you are in a correct container, when you are being coached by a person who understands who you are as a manifester, understands that you don't need them, but you want them, um, and is giving you that that space, is giving you they're giving you those walls, those very safe walls within which to move, you are going to move really fast. Manifestors move so quickly. I actually think that uh, when we look at it in this context, manifestors move faster than manifesting generators do because manifesting generators will move quickly in terms of action, 
right? They'll build things very, very quickly, but a manifester can internally transform, can initiate an energetic change and experience a shift at, at, you know, a transformation, a transmutation in lightning speed. As, as soon as our intention is there to initiate into a new way of doing things and we have a safe container with which to do that in, whew, we move quick. We are leaps and bounds ahead of other people. And this is where manifestors get in trouble when we join structured group programs. I have nothing against structured group programs. I think sometimes they are amazing. They're exactly what you need. However, you will very likely, if it's a good container, you will very likely reach that endpoint and have received exactly what you need from that container months ahead of other people. And this is where we as manifestors need to be okay with opting out of things early. This was challenging for me because I really had a fixation on being a good student, being very committed, being as consistent as I could, showing up, doing all of the work, getting the most out of it. And it wasn't until kind of late 2020, so I'd already been in the online space for two years and really on that learning roller coaster of I always need to be in a program and I always need to be with a coach. It was, it was only, you know, two years into that that I really gave myself permission to experiment with opting out early, saying, I'm actually done here. I got what I wanted. I've had the journey. I moved faster than you thought I would move. And actually, now there is nothing left for you to coach me with. I have moved beyond what you are able to provide me now. And so I'm going to leave early. And what I discovered when I was not freeing myself to do that, when I was staying in these programs, especially in groups, is that I would hang around and I would end up using my energy to inspire and initiate all of the other members of the group. And so they loved it. They loved it because they got so much from me being there. And I have seen this time and time and time again in other manifestors. If you hang around beyond your endpoint. When you know you are done, you are done. You have received what you've need needed you or what you wanted. You've made those shifts. You've made those changes. And then, then your energy just becomes very advantageous to everyone else instead of that energy being pulled in for yourself and shared into your creative urges or shared into really honoring your rest cycle wherever it is that you're at. This makes it, it's a really hard dynamic. It's a really hard dynamic for manifestors because then we feel obligated to show up. We feel obligated to respond. Um, we feel obligated to then do things the way that other people are doing them because we're following someone else's timeline, somebody else's methodology. So please be willing to just get in, be as quick as you need to, and then get out and leave. Make sure you're doing your informing, you know, have some respect, say to the coach, look, I'm actually, I'm actually done and I'm going to leave early, but this has been super valuable. Thank you. Um, I have learned now that working with coaches and I, I no longer do it as a standard. I will only work, um, 
on average, probably once a year, I might work with a coach or I might work within a program. It's only for something that I specifically want that I feel like I really want assistance with. And then I'll reach out, I'll find that person. And I have very much learned at the beginning of that arrangement to, especially if it's one-on-one, to have a conversation with them and say, tell me what your minimum package is, right? Is it a, most people will say three months, right? Is it a three month minimum, a six month minimum? Great. I would like to negotiate the ability to leave that early if I have reached the end, right? If I have reached my agenda, if I've reached what I wanted and I feel like I have experienced what I need to experience, I would like to negotiate an arrangement where my autonomy in that decision is trusted and I am free to go from the container. I'm telling you, this will change the game for you. It will change the game. I've not yet come across anybody who says, no, 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 you won't be able to leave. Everyone is quite startled, (laughs) but usually says, okay, yeah. If you really feel like, you know, you know where you're at, then, then you are free to go earlier than my minimum standard. This will make a huge difference to your experience of being coached. It will make a huge difference to your experience of being coached because it allows you to be in the driver's seat. It fully puts you in the position of saying, my energy is sovereign. My energy is sacred here. And I am reaching out because I want your input, because I want the safety of the container that you're creating. I want the knowledge that you have, and I want it delivered in the way that you're delivering it. But the speed at which I go is up to me. And if I go fast, then I go fast. The flip side of this is if I'm in a rest cycle and I want to go slow, I will also go slow. I will not show up to calls. I will you know, not be doing heaps of conversation on Voxer or Slack or whatever process you've got. It says, I am in the driver's seat. I know what my energetic desires and requirements are, and I want to be the person to initiate that in this arrangement. Can you see how this is a really different way to approach being coached as a manifester? When we take on these tips, when we take on on kind of this scope of approaching being coached in this way, our experience of being coached becomes very different because um, we no longer get squashed. We no longer get moved into a pathway or a box that is fitting for somebody else. We no longer use our energy, you know, to inspire or initiate our coach or to the other people in the programs that we're in. It says, hey, I'm the manifester. I'm separate. I'm behind a closed aura. Of course, I'm different from you guys. I'm here to get what I want and then I will get out. And I am the authority on how and when and where I do that. This makes your investments a whole lot more potent. It makes the outcomes of those investments a whole lot more potent. And it usually speeds up the entire process for you. So instead of committing yourself to six-month programs or 12-month programs or continually working with a coach, you'll actually find you move through your journeys a whole lot faster. And when we approach being coached in this way, we discover that we are really coachable. Manifestors are incredibly 
coachable. I actually get that feedback a lot. Every time I work with a coach, I'm told, oh, you're really coachable. And I take it as a compliment because I work hard to initiate what I need the experience to be and to hold myself as the authority. I am the authority in the experience. I am not going to someone else to tell me who I need to be, what I need to be, or how I need to be. I am the authority on those things, but I am receiving their knowledge. I'm receiving the safety of the container that they're creating. I'm receiving their energy, energetic ability to bounce things back to me to maybe fill in some gaps that I have identified in myself. We're really coachable when we do things this way. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been good. Definitely share, of course, share this on social media. Tag me, share your thoughts with me. Are you being coached by a coach at the moment? What has your experience been? Um, have any of these tips provided um, any you know, spotlight on, on any of that? Have they provided any clarity on it? I would really love to know what your experiences are. But of course... Until next time, until our next episode, I would love you to keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.